You're listening to Comedy Central. September 17, 2019. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Other creators and stars of Southside right here on Comedy Central. Bashir Saluddin and Diablo Riddle are joining us, everybody. <laughs> also, also on tonight's show, there's a hotel in space. Native Americans are taking their land back, and Elizabeth Warren goes head to head with Donald Trump. So let's catch up on today's headlines. <laughs> let's kick it off with Sean Spicer. Former press secretary and human Dilbert. Like most people President Trump hires, Spicer left the administration with his reputation in tatters. But if there's one thing America loves, it's a comeback. Former White House press secretary Sean Spicer making his debut on Dancing with Stars, and it wasn't entirely pretty. His partner, a former champ, described him as dancing at a pre-preschool level. A judge said of the performance, it's like you were being attacked by a swarm of wasps. Oh, damn. The judges did not like Spicer's dancing, or at least that's how it sounded last night. But then today, Sean Spicer said that it was actually the best performance they had ever seen of all time. I'll be honest, I think Spicer will be perfect for Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, you just pretend to know what you're doing until you get kicked out. It's just like working for Trump. Um, (laughs) Although it is a bit of a reversal of fortunes for Spicer, right? Because at the White House, he would be the one telling outrageous lies that nobody could possibly believe. And on this show, some wardrobe person looked him dead in the eye and said, (laughs) that looks great on you, Sean. (laughs) But let's move on to some science news because people are going nuts about a major breakthrough. There's big news tonight for more than one million children with peanut allergies. Today, an FDA committee recommended approval for a first-of-its-kind treatment called Palforzia, a capsule with a minuscule amount of pharmaceutical-grade peanut powder. Over time, the dose is increased. So their body develops a tolerance, kind of says, gosh, this isn't foreign, this isn't weird. Wow, this is great news for kids with peanut allergies because now they can go to school without worrying about getting exposed to peanuts. It's even better news for Mr. Peanuts. Yeah. (laughs) No, because now his kids can go back to school. People don't think about that. They haven't been in class in two decades. They're so far behind. They're gonna be like, two times two is two? You're the dumbest Peanuts ever! (laughs) And by the way, I love how the peanut pill is just ground up peanuts. (laughs) No, because when you think of pills, you think of like a scientist in a lab mixing chemicals. This is just a guy grounding peanuts over a bottle. Yeah. (laughs) And also knowing America's healthcare system is gonna be like, all right, that'll be $4,000. Be like, but that was just two peanuts. Yeah, but I did the grinding thing. Did you see that? I did the grinding. I also love how the cure for a peanut allergy is just more peanuts. It really is counterintuitive when you think about it. I wish other things worked that way. Like it would be cool if you could build up an immunity to getting hit by a bus, you know? But just like the first day you just have the bus slowly push you. And the next day, it hits you a bit harder than by the end of the week, just like full speed. And it's like, boom, ha, ha, ha! I'm immune, ha, ha! Time to eat lunch. Oh, no, peanut butter, I forgot to take my pills. 
And finally, if you're searching for a vacation that's totally out of this world, well, we've got some good news for you. And if you want a hotel room with a view, how about booking a room in the world's first space hotel? It's a cruise ship style luxury hotel that will rotate in space. California company, the Gateway Foundation, released plans for the Von Braun Station. The amenities will include restaurants, movie screenings, low-gravity basketball, and rock climbing facilities. The company hopes to get it off the ground in 2025. Wait, did they say there's going to be a movie theater? <laughs> so you're going to go all the way to space and then watch a movie? <laughs> I mean, I guess it sort of makes sense, because when you think about it, space is probably exciting for about, like, 15 minutes. And then, at that point, it's like, how many times can you say, wow? Yeah, it's just like, wow, the Earth. Wow, the moon. <laughs> you guys wanna go watch The Lion King? <laughs> I also feel really bad for the staff on that hotel, because you realize they have to do the same training as astronauts to go work up there, but then you go up and you just clean a hotel. Yeah, their boss will be like, congrats on that master's in physics. Now clean the semen out of these bed sheets. All right. <laughs> All right, that's it for the headlines. Let's move on to our top story. The presidential race. Even though we've been in primary season four, I want to say six years, we're still 11 months away from seeing one Democrat face off against Donald Trump. But last night, we might have gotten a sneak peek of the general election, because last night, Elizabeth Warren and Donald Trump held dueling campaign rallies on opposite sides of the country. So let's start with Elizabeth Warren, Massachusetts senator and mom who knows all the two-letter words in Scrabble. Over the past few months, her rally crowds have been growing steadily. And last night, she brought her show to New York. So overnight, Senator Elizabeth Warren drawing one of her biggest crowds of her campaign today. Thousands filled New York's Washington Square Park last night to hear her speak. Thematically, the speech was all about anti-corruption, Warren hitting President Trump as being corruption in the flesh. No one is above the law, not even the United States president. Impeachment is our constitutional duty. After that enormous event in New York City, Warren spent almost four hours taking selfies with supporters. That's right, after her speech, Elizabeth Warren spent four hours taking selfies with her supporters. It took three hours to get through most of the crowd, and then an extra hour for that one annoying person who's never satisfied. Just like, <laughs> oh, no, wait, I look weird. I look weird, let's do it again. <laughs> okay, let's try portrait mode. Okay, okay, now one with funny faces. Ah! Wait, wait, oh, my memory's full. Hold on, let me delete a podcast. Hold on, hold on. Now, one of the reasons Warren is so popular isn't just that she has plans. It's that unlike her fellow candidates, she knows how to present her policies in a simple way. And last night, her plan for a wealth tax got the crowd going. It's time for a wealth tax. That is a two-cent tax on fortunes over $50 million. Your first $50 million, don't worry, you're in the clear. <laughs> but for your $50 million and first dollar, you gotta pitch in two cents. And two cents for every dollar after that. Just two cents. Two cents, two cents, two. Yeah, not only is that a great chance, it also sounds like the name of a much less successful 50 cents, you know? Yeah, it's just like, two cents, go shorty, it's your birthday. I couldn't buy you anything for your birthday. 
Here's a coupon for a referee hug. <laughs> now, while Elizabeth Warren was taking over New York, Donald Trump was doing his campaign rally in New Mexico, a solidly blue state with a large Hispanic population, which probably explains why uh, Donald tried to tailor his message to the crowd. And I'm not gonna lie, it got a little bit uncomfortable. Another great friend of mine, he happens to be Hispanic, but I've never quite figured it out because he looks more like a wasp than I do. <laughs> so I haven't figured that one out. But I'll tell you what, there is nobody that loves this country more or Hispanic more than Steve Cortez. Steve. Thank you, Steve. Nobody loves the Hispanics more. What do you like more, the country or the Hispanics? He says, the country? I don't know. I, I, I may have to go for the Hispanics, to be honest with you. What in brown Jesus' name was that? <laughs> what do you like more, the country or Hispanics? Those two things aren't even in the same category. What do you like better, Pepsi or Mongolia, huh? <laughs> it's also a shitty question because it implies that Hispanics aren't a part of the country, right? And, and what's amazing is that it was still somehow the, only the second most offensive thing that Trump said in that clip because Trump also said he was confused by his Hispanic friend who looks too white. He's like, I don't get it. How come you're not wearing a sombrero <laughs> or dancing the salsa? You're less Hispanic than Sean Spicer. <laughs> and when Trump wasn't busy torturing Hispanic people with weird mind games, he tried to stay focused on going after his Democratic rivals. But in the middle of his rants, a fly buzzed in front of Trump's face. <laughs> And that totally threw the president off. So I always say, the Democrat Party, but that's their name, the Democrat Party. Frankly, they should probably change it because it does, and then I'd call them the Democratic Party. But the Democrat Party has never been farther outside the mainstream. Every major, that's a nasty fly. <laughs> I don't like those suckers. I don't know about you in New Mexico, but I'm not into flies or mosquitoes. Yeah, Mr. President, I'm pretty sure nobody is into flies or mosquitoes. What, what kind of a riff is that? What about cancer? Anybody like cancer, yeah? Yeah, what do you like better, cancer or Hispanics? What do you like? <laughs> now, after the fly was escorted out of the arena, Trump managed to get around to his policies, and his main pitch is that he plans to move America forward into the 1980s. Cars have so much junk on them now to save a tiny little fraction of gasoline, they have so much junk that they're less safe. So what I want to do is the following. Under our rules and regulations, they can be a little bit heavier. I mean, they make them now like paper mache. Somebody touches them and the entire car collapses. We will defeat the effort to drive up the cost of houses, cars, healthcare, light bulbs, right? <laughs> they took away our light bulb. I want an incandescent light. I want to look better, okay? Yep, that's right. Trump wants to roll back energy regulations instituted by Bush and completed by Obama because he thinks he looks better under old light bulbs. <laughs> and if you ask me, there are much easier ways to look better than rewriting U.S. energy policy. 
You know, maybe you could try, I don't know, uh, a normal haircut, you know? <laughs> or a suit that fits, or just standing next to Stephen Miller, you know? Uh, yeah, maybe he's born with it. Maybe he's next to Steve, you never know. <laughs> and by the way, by the way, new cars are meant to collapse in an accident, right? Like, you should know this, because the more impact the car absorbs, the less is transferred to the passengers or the driver. It's called a crumple... I don't even know why I'm explaining science <laughs> to a guy who stares at the sun during an eclipse. This is a waste of time. Let's move on. <laughs> So Elizabeth Warren was talking about making the super rich pay more, two cents more. Trump, at the same time, was bragging about how he helped the mega rich keep their cash. We eliminated the unfair estate tax or death tax so that you can now give your farm or your ranch to your children. Now, if you don't like your children, don't do it. I know a guy can't stand his children. They're horrible, horrible human beings. They're a little older now, but they're horrible human beings. Really, Donald? <laughs> you know a guy who hates his children? <laughs> hmm? You won't believe how horrible these kids are. Let's call them Beric and John Dunier. <laughs> I hate them. Their sister is hot, though. <laughs> Am I the only person that feels like Donald Trump just uses these rallies as his personal therapy sessions? He's just coming here telling us his problems. Pretty soon, he's just gonna come out, like, on a couch, just telling us his pain, like, who here wasn't hugged by their father? What do you guys like more, Hispanics or your fear of dying alone? <laughs> so, although we're still a year, over a year away from the election, yesterday might have given us an idea of what to expect from the race. Elizabeth Warren proposing radical changes to transform America, and Donald Trump making his pitch for why things should go back to the good old days. You know, a time when light bulbs were less efficient, cars were more dangerous, and his friend didn't have to deal with his annoying kids, Schmerich and Ron Bunya. <laughs> we'll be right back. Tonight are the creative executive producers and stars of the critically acclaimed Comedy Central series, Southside. Please welcome Bashir Saladin and Diallo Riddle, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to The Daily Show. Thanks for having us. Thanks, thanks, Let's thanks. start with a few congratulations. Uh, first of all, congratulations. The, see, the show has been renewed for season two. That's right, yeah. So Thank congratulations you. on that. Thank you for watching the show. <laughs> and uh, congratulations on having two successful shows Thank on you. the air at oh, the nice. same time. Yeah. That's really amazing because you have Southside and you also have Sherman's Showcase as well. That's right, yeah. Right? Yeah. Did, you, did you, in your wildest dreams, predict that that would happen in your life. I lives. didn't even think I would be employed in <laughs> 2019. We always say we wanted to have our own baby. We wanted to have our own show. We got blessed, man. We had twins, so. Right. Yeah. The story of how you put this together, though, is, is, is what makes it more impressive for yeah. me. Because you became friends because you loved, what was it, Coming to America? Yeah, you know, Com yeah. Coming to America was always a, a special show, a special movie to us, because, right. like, you saw black people, you know, it was a black community, but there was diversity within the community. Some right, had money, right, some right. were broke. 
You know, uh, you had Sam, Jackson is, yeah. Sam Jackson's robbing McDowell's with a shotgun. <laughs> right, you know, right, right. But then there were other people who were like, you know, very religious. And some people, you know, put S-curl in their hair. Yeah. Like, there were just all these different types of people. And so we always felt like when it came time for us to do a show, yeah. we were going to also show all the different types of people there are in the community. Yeah. That's what Southside has, has really done. And I mean, people love the show. Critics, viewers alike, they go, what's amazing about this show is mm. that you don't see the South Side of Chicago no. like this. Not no. at all. It's, it's, it's a neighborhood that's been, you know, there are a lot of demagogues who will, like, completely convince you that yeah. everything on the South Side of Chicago is just violence right. and decay. We don't even have to say some of the politicians who have made it sort of like their industry to say these kind uh -huh. of things, but... Uh -huh. But we wanted to show the actual South Side. Yeah, you know, being born and raised on the South Side of Chicago, you know, what I saw was like, look, this is not my city. My city is a place of joy. It's right. a place of laughter. I actually thought about this with regard to you because you're from South Africa. Uh -huh. And I know what I hear from people, what I see in the news, but I would love if there was a show about your city that came from your voice because right. you're coming from the inside. So as we try to sort of reform what people think about, when they think about Chicago, we say, well, let's let Chicagoans tell it. In front of the camera, behind the camera, right. people from Chicago, and the people really came out. We had extras who showed up who were like, we can't believe we get to come to a show about Chicago and we don't have to play a corpse. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we get to have fun today. <laughs> we're like, yeah, man, let's have fun. You know, and, and a lot of the people on our show aren't even actors. Right. You know, they're just the funniest people we know. I got two. Sometimes yeah. they're the funniest people near where we were shooting. Yeah. You know, like they, they would just come over and they'd be like, hey, you know what's missing in the scene? It's me. And we'd be like, all right, Hi. Mr. Bus Driver, but true story, we were shooting a scene on a bus and the bus driver was kind of funny, so we gave him a couple of he lines. We always, we always said that, like, if you talk to people about who's the funniest person you've ever That's met, right. yes. a lot of times it's not like some stand-up comedian. It's like, oh, my auntie, she, she's oh, hilarious. She's right, right, right. And, and so we, the auntie's on the show. Yeah, yeah. the auntie on the show. That's... That's what I. That's what I love about Southside. Is that like the, it's the um, the diversity of an idea that people mm -hmm. don't willingly accept because a lot of people want to put you know place, places and spaces like Chicago in yeah. one box. Is Southside dangerous mm. or is it only? But it's like no, it can be both things, things at the same time. That's right. There can be joy despite the pain. Exactly. You know, there, there can be moments of celebration despite the moments of of, of suffering. Mm -hmm. And that's what the show is really about. But why? Why did you specifically go with, like, we're gonna hire people from Chicago, we're gonna mm. cost people from Chicago? That's like a specific decision to make. You know, there's a great um, comedy tradition of people kind of looking inward, looking at their own family. So many mm -hmm. great comedic voices come from what happened around mom's dinner table. It yep. goes all the way back to the Osmonds. I Love Lucy, she worked with her husband. You know, Diallo's on the show Marlon for a while. Like, that was the Wayans family. You know, it was their family's voice. And so for us, we were like, well, Chicago, we really want to tell a story about Chicago that's authentic and real. Let's look inward. Let's get right. authentic. My wife is on the yeah. show. You know, shout out Chandra. Hey, baby. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and that's done. Um, <laughs> Didn't want to forget that. No, no, I had to remember that. that. Uh, but also, I was just, you know, but, uh, you know, our friends, the twins are on the show. Yeah, with the high school, yeah, those yeah. guys, my brother's the star of the show, Diallo's on the show. So it's nice when you get to make something, you look around a room, you see people people whose comedic voices helped inspire yours right. and kind of come together and create something that really feels specific and unique. You know, just real quick, I just want to say one time I was getting into a lift after a shoot, yeah. and, uh, you know, the lift driver was like, hey, I heard y'all making a comedy about the South Side. <laughs> and he said it kind of, like, weird. I didn't know if he had an agenda. I didn't know if it was going to go bad. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, we are shooting a comedy about the South Side. And he was like, thank you. It was like, it's been too long since somebody told the other side of what it's like. Because yeah. people love the South Side. And yeah. They love right. growing up in that community. And it wouldn't be that way if every moment you thought, oh, it's about to go down. Like, yeah. no, it's not like that. Yeah.
That's a, that's a weird way for him to like change his tone. I oh, mean, yeah. like he was nervous for a while. Yeah, but... yeah. Because someone says, "Yo, I heard you making a comedy <laughs> in the South Side." Click, click. Like, I like that show. <laughs> like, that was an emotional roller coaster that you just took me on there, my friend. You know what? I give him five stars for sure. Yeah. You have to yeah, after you that. Do that. Um, what do we look forward good to? Good conversation, I think. I put good that conversation, yeah, an yeah. emotional roller coaster. What do we look forward to in season two? We're gonna do more of the same. The people right. that people loved season one are gonna come back. Uh, we're also gonna expand with the city. As you know, our show takes place primarily in an economically challenged community, but there's so many more parts of Chicago. I mean, the Obamas live oh, on Hyde the Park, side. Which is... That's right, yeah, Hyde Park. <laughs> yeah. I, I want him to watch the show. Barack, please. <laughs> Mr. President. I like how you Either said one. that you looked in the camera I looked and you the wrong said camera that, too, by the way. like, Barack is also watching with your wife. Oh, and you were like, and yeah. you're like uh, Barack, if hey. you want to pop into the right. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if Bo the dog wants to be on yeah. the show, we'd, we'd love to have him. I mean, like, no, it's, I mean it. Like, if we, we can get Bo, that would be great. But there's so many, you know, we want to do more. You know, one of our goals was to create a space where something really, really funny could happen. We uh -huh. actually love the show The Simpsons. You could have episodes where, you know, Marge is a star or, or Patty and Selma or Chief Wiggum. And similarly on Southside, we have 153 speaking parts. Wow. I mean, comedy is coming from every direction. So next season, more of the same, more great Chicago stories, more great human stories. Oh, it's more of the same. It's going to get 100% on Rotten Tomatoes once again. Gentlemen, yeah. thank you for coming <laughs> to the show. Thank you. Congratulations. Finale at Southside will air September 18th at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. Michelle Salutin, everybody, and Diallo Riddick. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.